Uh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, I do. Man, God is good. Hey, uh, today I just want to get right to it because this has really been uh, pressing me. Uh, I woke up and this was on my mind and I wanted to share it with you because I know this for a fact. See, I've, I've lived this for a fact. I, and, you know, uh, the majority of things I talk about in the morning uh, before we get started with the regular show is something that I've experienced. I, I can only tell you what I know. And so I've really, really understood why God has uh, had my life go the way that it's gone. Uh, because if I didn't have all these tests in my life, I didn't have all these tests that I passed, all these tests that I failed, if I didn't have all of those, the good and the bad, what could I share with you in the morning? What could I tell you about hanging? What could I tell you about failing and then winning? What could I tell you about hanging in there when all hope was gone? How, how could I share that with you unless I've had those moments myself? I don't care what happens to you. I don't care what you're going through. Don't you dare, dare give up. Under no circumstances. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. It is the biggest trick that the enemy has is making us think we ain't going to make it. To uh Water down 
the illusion that there's a possibility that you might still have a chance to get over. The biggest trick he uses is when you make a mistake and you fall, he gets you to start to thinking it's final, that there is no resurrection, there is no redemption, there is no recovery. He just makes you think it's final. He is the master deceiver. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what besets you, befalls you, trips you up, what circumstantial situations may arise. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. Because listen to me. These are tests that you are going through. And these tests, whether you pass the test or it appears that you failed the test, the test accomplishes the mission if you're smart about it. If you pass the test, let's say you're going through a situation and you get over and it goes the way you want it to do, then what you've learned is if you hang in there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, okay? Mission accomplished. If you fail the test and it doesn't go the way you want it, and it goes the opposite, and it turns out into a negative result, and the and response you were looking for is a no. That's not final. That doesn't mean it's over. That doesn't mean it's time to turn back. It simply means that now you have learned a valuable experience. You have learned a valuable lesson. You now know what not to do. You are now, because you know what not to do, another step closer to getting it right. Listen to me. It has to happen this way. You have to have the rain in your life to get the flowers in your life. You got to have the darkness in your life to appreciate the sunshine in your life. You got to have woes and worries to appreciate the joys. It is merely a test. So when you get through failing and you get through stumbling and you get through messing it up, all that's getting you one step closer to getting it right. Oh, my relationship ended. I'll never be able to find another person like that. Not only will you not be able, well, not only will you be able to find a person like that, you can find a person that far better than that if you don't give up. But see, sometimes you got to go through the bad ones to get to the good ones. Don't you dare, dare ever give up. I don't care what happens to you. If you lose a loved one, and Lord knows I've lost some people I've loved dearly with every inch in me. I've lost my mother my father, my brother, and my best friend. I don't know. I know people who have lost their children. Goodness, man, I can't even imagine that. But they kept on going. What you giving up for? Oh, I got you missing, and I got you grieving. But I got news for you. Don't you let the devil make you think it's over for you because somebody else ain't still here. It was their time. Now, I'm not trying to lessen the blow for you, but I'm trying to get you up on your feet. 
so you can stop all this old woe is me because the things that's happening to you, you're not the first person it's happened to. Come on now, let's get a grip. Let's wrap your mind around this thing. You have got to move forward if it's just in memory of those people. I was on one of the commercial breaks on Family Feud the other day and somebody asked me uh, something and I forgot the question, but my answer was, I've always wanted my mother and father to be proud of me. And in their absence and their demise, I'm hoping just somehow, man, that they watching me, that they see their boy, that I'm down here, that I'm doing better, that I'm making something about myself, that I'm loving my wife, that I'm taking care of my kids. I just want my old man to see that about me. You know, I want my mother to see that I'm trying to get my life together over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to be a better person. My mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She'd been praying for me for a long time. I just hope, man, and that's all I'm doing, is just hoping that they see me so they can be proud of me. See, you, 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 you got to understand that when you make these mistakes, that when you fall and stumble and you get it all so wrong, it ain't over for you. Don't you dare, dare, dare ever give up. Don't stop thinking, man, because it ain't happening just the way you want it to, that it ain't meant to be. Devil, he got so many tricks to deceive you. You know why you're being tested right now? Because there is no testimony without the test. You got to go through something. It's all good, man. Telling you. Just wanted to share that with you. Don't you give up out there. I don't care what's happening. Don't, 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 don't get deceived. The victory's coming. But you ain't going to get it if you quit. Hang on, y'all. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is live again. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Get ready and prepare yourself uh, to have a blessed day. Uh, Live your life today in expectation that God is going to do something for you today. As he already has, seeing as how you've awakened. Okay, so now that that is accomplished, that's a great big thank you, Lord, right there. So now let's just expect him to do some other things for us. Live your life in expectation and in watchful anticipation of what that God we serve can do for you. That's how I live my life. I suggest you try that. It's a wonderful way to live because something usually always happens when you proclaim it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is ah, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Huh? Huh? You know what I'm talking about. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. <laughs> I feel like it today, yeah, too. Carla Pharrell. You sounding good. What's up, boss? Man, hey, pimping ain't easy, but somebody yes, got sir. to do it. <laughs> Speaking of pimping, here's the voice that could have been a pimp, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, Junior. Morning, uh. Yeah, your it's voice back. is back. You yeah. strong now. <laughs> Got some rest. Been resting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tommy Tom. Big doggy dog in the building, Yo. baby. It is Yo. Thursday, Yo. man. Yeah. Yo. Yes, sir. Folks, we often had this conversation off air <laughs> on this morning show. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah we did. Because uh, 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 according to Tommy... Mm-hmm. And a couple other morning show people that I won't mention mm-hmm. uh, have oftentimes questioned the route that I took to have the achievements that I have based on the limited 
limited tech skills and uh, actual grasp of the English language. Technology. And spelling. <laughs> so lack of grasp of the English language, spelling, and tech savviness has caused them to doubt mm-hmm. and question mm. how I got here. Maybe it was so, a mistake. Yeah. 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 It's just a it's it's just a, you know, it's the amazing. eighth wonder of the world. It's like, that's basically it's like it. that. It's like that tummy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, okay, I, I tell you I tell you what started it. One day, you know how you be writing and you be texting and you get stuck on a little simple word. The word was <laughs> yes, was. was. Yeah, I remember and I, don't this. Don't tell nobody this. Steve, don't tell nobody and no, this. No, I was cool. And I just said, hey, man, no, just no, we was off the air on a commercial break. Uh, and I said, hey, man, how you spell was? Ooh, three letters. And, you know, the, 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 that little reaction from the peanut gallery was. So Tommy said, what route did you take? How the hell you make it? <laughs> we sitting up here, here. He a leader, and he can't spell words. Three letters. Remember the other word you couldn't spell? You asked. What was the other one? Ma'am. Uh-huh. Remember that? One? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still struggle with that. Ma'am is kind of tricky though. You gotta admit. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we come back. I'm gonna tell you how I did it if you want to. And okay. Steve and. Uh-huh. In something funny, Eddie Levert, we got to talk about this. He's your boy from Cleveland. Eddie Levert is mad at us. When I say us, I mean black people. We'll talk about it at 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're going to tell you why Eddie Levert is mad at black people. But first, Steve, you wanted to uh, finish up with, yeah, he's mad. I'll tell you about it. Hang on. I want to hear that. First, Steve (laughs) wanted to uh, finish schooling his nephew. Well, you know, you know, we uh, the team and Tommy, led by Tommy, of course, has always wondered how I made it with my limited uh, command of verbal skills, my spelling, and my uh, lack of being uh, tech savvy. You know, like I can't even get my emails updated <laughs> and anything, and I couldn't spell was one day. I just got stumped. You know, I know mm-hmm. it's W-A-Z, W-A-S, but... You know, did I, you, I don't know why that. Did, did you just say W A Z? Well, I, I was gonna spell it W U Z. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I had a couple of, you know, moments like that. And so, Tommy, I just wanted to let you and everybody know. You often say to me, "What route did you take?" Yeah, what, what, I don't know. Yeah. So here it is. Here's the secret, Tom, Tommy, and everybody else. Okay. I focused so sharply and keenly on the thing that I knew I was good at. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I wrote these damn jokes. <laughs> I studied these jokes. Mm-hmm. I memorized these jokes. I dreamed about these jokes. I talked to myself about these jokes. I walked up in gas stations with these jokes, barbershops <laughs> with these jokes. I just had a, a tunnel vision with these jokes. Now, that limited my love for education, you know, tech savviness, current. spelling, right. current events, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, how to fix your car. You know, I knew how to change all that, but I just focused on that one thing. 
And that focus made me keenly sharp and I became an expert in the field of comedy. And that's what I focus on. And it, it made me lack in a lot of other areas. But that fine-tuned uh, laser beam focus into that one area Mm-hmm. caused me to become an expert at it, which caused me to get paid for my expertise. Mm-hmm. And then I hired people who could spell. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is smart. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the key right there. And that's my yeah. key. Just focus on the thing. Get good at what you good at. And Become an expert yourself. at it. Get mm-hmm. paid for it. Then surround yourself with the mm-hmm. Carlers and Shirley's and stuff like that. Because, you know. <laughs> I'm not finna do what they do. <laughs> Carla organized this show. I'm not finna do that. I'm coming to work. <laughs> not sitting up typing out no form. I don't give a damn what y'all say on the next break. Let's make up stuff. <laughs> we can't do that. If you was doing the show. Oh, dog. That's, uh, it'll be four hours of winging it. <laughs> like... Carla went out and got this story that Shirley finna do now about Eddie. Now, see, guess what? I don't know nothing about Eddie saying he mad at black people, but I've been mad at him, too, so I'm anxious to see what Eddie mad about. All right, well, Shirley. Since both of you guys are from Cleveland. Eddie, uh, this was during his acceptance speech at Black Enterprises Black Men Excel. It's an annual four-day summit. It recognizes uh, and empowers men of color, okay? Wow. Yeah, so the legend that is Eddie LaVert, lead singer of the OJs. We all know and love him. He is a family member here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. He gave a harsh critique of the chicken lover standing in those long lines. I knew it was going to be that uh-huh, chicken. For a bite of Popeye's chicken sandwich, okay? Eddie said, it's just not about me and the popularity and the records and all of that. This is about my people. And that's what I want to convey to the younger people, that this is not just about you and the bling and the cars. This is about our culture and about what we need to represent our people and how we need to represent our people. Uh, he said, you know, he claimed that I those think we who... got a little audio of that, too. I think yeah. we got some, All right. Shirley. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's Take see. a listen. It's about our culture and about mm-hmm. what we need to represent our people and how we need to represent our people. And I really wish they would show it by not trying to buy that Popeye chicken sandwich. <laughs> it would be a different thing if they owned the franchise. I can understand it if we were going to make money from that and it was going to benefit our culture. But you're making, you're making mockery of who we are. All right. Wow. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Ownership. Right? Yeah. Entrepreneur. Yep. What's what's wrong, Steve? You huffing? Yeah, because see, once again, I get it. But see, you know, it kind of takes me back to this um, sermon that I saw recently of Bishop Jake's doing called Intentionality. And it was weird what he said. I mean, it wasn't weird. It was great what he said because it explained a lot of how I feel. People judge your your actions. God judges your intent. Now, somebody can take what Eddie said, put it in a 30-second sound bite, and make it sound wrong. When clearly, if you are a, a level-headed thinking person, what he said made perfectly good sense. Yeah. yeah. You know? I now, agree. I'm going to agree with what Eddie said. But watch somebody put that on social media, and it's going to be... You know, Steve Harvey mad at people standing in line for Popeyes to get chicken. I don't give a damn what you do. 
Well, Steve, it you know, it is getting ridiculous. And this story is out of Houston where one man went as far as to pull a gun out on one of the uh, Popeye's employees in Houston. This happened on Monday. Over chicken yeah, sandwich. over the chicken sandwich. Oh, I yeah. don't get it. They yeah. ran out. They ran out of chicken. I mean, this man could have lost his life over a chicken sandwich, you know. Listen, man, Eddie's right. And I don't see I don't I haven't seen one single line yet. Let me just say that. Well, so I don't know back, who in the line. I'm assuming oh, blacks lying. and whites in the line. Yeah. But if we stood in line to vote, like we standing in line for this chicken. Amen, amen, amen. Come on. You know, we could change the needle on some things. We have to reshape our focus, man, Mm -hmm. and start focusing on the things that's important and relevant to us. And that's what we got to do, because standing in line for a chicken sandwich ain't got nothing to do with who we are as a people. That's right. That's it. All right, well, yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, Nephew Tommy up next uh, with Run That Prank Back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, we'll have some entertainment news for you. But right now, the Nephew is in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got, Nephew? Are you ready for some football? It's tailgating time. It's tailgating time. We are on our way to... So tonight is the opening night of football. That's what time it is. I ain't been excited about a football season starting in a long time. Come on, Cleveland. (laughs) Well, this goes out to all the tailgaters across the country. Y'all got to be careful because y'all get a little, y'all get a little wild sometime when you tailgate. Y'all know you do, so you know. But I got one prank phone call for you. It's called Tailgaters. Here it is. Hello, man. I speak to T Rock. Speaking. Who's this? Is this T Rock? Yeah, go ahead. What's up? Hey, man, let me ask you something. All last year, y'all was uh, uh, tailgating here in the parking lot at the apartment. Are y'all doing that again this year? Yeah, always. That's what we do. Hey, man, hey, listen, man. I just moved here about a year ago. Let me tell you something. All that noise and shit y'all be making down there, man, oh, y'all, need to go to the, y'all need to get y'all some money hold, and buy some tickets and go to the game, man. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, I don't know who the you are. My thing is, hey, we do what we do out here, man. We all get together. Brothers go to work, man. At the end of the week, we want, we want to get together and throw a little barbecue, whatever. That's what we do. Don't be calling with that okay. dude. Oh, I said, man, man, who are you anyway? Y'all, y'all making too much well, noise in the complex. Who are you? I live, I live here in the in apartments too, man. Y'all, y'all making okay, too much. I tell you what. I tell you, we just want to talk all that noise about what we doing out here, man. I tell you, bring your bunch of down here and say it to my face. Who are you? Hey, man, don't don't worry about who I am. Man. But still lives here. Hey man, man. All, all I'm saying is, man, if y'all 
tailgating, won't y'all carry y'all down to the stadium, man, and watch damn Cowboys play? We can't go down there, man. We don't want to go down there. We want to get together where we are right. This is what we do, man. This is what we do. Ain't nobody ever complained now one time. Now one time. You're the first person to ever complain. We've been doing this for three years. It's the first time we ever had a complaint. You don't, you don't drive your mother down your house. Why y'all don't buy y'all some tickets to the damn game, man? For what? Why don't y'all go, go to the game? Why the game man, have we, to be in my my parking lot? Well, I tell you like this, man. We can't afford a, a ticket, man. So we do. We just get together. We do what we can. We put our money together. We get together. And that's what we do. Again, like I said earlier, man, you more than welcome to come down. But you want to bring this old monkey down here? Go on, man. Go on with that, doc. Go on with that, man. If you ain't no cowboy fan, move around. Hey, man, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you this right here, man. If y'all fire up that pit on Sunday, I'm coming down there and turning that shit off. Don't turn what over? You don't turn what over? I'm turning y'all. Y'all fire that pit up, and I promise you, I'm going to turn that damn barbecue pit off. And I promise you'll be standing at the top of the church. You will be standing at the top of the church. As soon as that meat hits the floor, you're going to hit the floor. Hey, hey man. You're going to hit the floor. Don't, don't, don't fire that pit up Sunday. You hear me? Do not fire that pit. I tell you, it's going to be. Matter of fact, I'm looking for the pit now. I'm looking for a net. It's going to be out there. It's going to be out there. Okay. okay. Bring your money out there and find what happened. I told you that you're disturbing people, and you're disturbing me more than anything. You know, and y'all did it all last year. Y'all tailgated right here in the damn apartments, man. That's crazy. You know what? Dude, I would apologize to you, but let me say it like this here, man. You don't f*** y'all. I don't say you, you come down and get a plate. You come down and join us. You know, we just getting together trying to make it a family down here. And just what you want to bring to me? Man, you don't f*** me out there. How's I'm on that other level now. Okay. I'm on that other level. Okay. Believe well, that. I'm, I'm not, my I, was on, I was on the other level midway through the season last year with all that damn noise, man. Man, oh my God, man. Look, let me tell you something. My meat hit the floor, or somebody come by and disturb us. What we do, what we do. It's gonna go down. I'm gonna tell you like that. We ain't trying to have no. We ain't trying to have no problems. We don't get down like that. We just trying to have a good time. That's all we do. We've been doing this for three years. We got the kids out here playing. We got the big screen out for everybody to watch the game. You know, I extended my some love out to you to come out and have a play with them. But you gonna talk about coming and knocking my meat over as hard as I work? I promise you, if that my meat touch the ground, you're gonna touch the ground. Come on, man, don't go there with that, man. Hey, don't do that. Okay, look here, man. I'm telling you right now, dog. Soon as I smell that barbecue pit, soon as I smell them charcoal, I promise you, I'm turning that shit off. Y'all ain't doing this this year, man. Y'all ain't doing it this year. Who are you, man? Who are you? I'm, I'm the, where, where, where you live, Doc? Where you live? Why don't you present yourself to me, man? Why don't you do that? You, you know what, man? You can meet me at the, at the, at the leasing office. Come on, I'm at the leasing I will start walking right now to the leasing office right now. So I, I see who the hell I'm talking to. This man. This Okay, well, you need to see who's going to turn this pit over. Y'all ain't doing okay, this yeah. year, man. I want to see that. I want to see that happen. Because as soon as, you, as soon as you touch my pit, before that meat hits the floor, you're going to hit the floor quicker than the meat will. I'm trying to have a good time. You know, black people trying to get together, man. Everybody coming to drink beer. Nobody saying nothing. But all of a sudden, here your monkey will come out this Okay, I'll tell you what. Bring your what? to the leasing office, and I promise you. I'm finna, I'm finna head to the, I'm finna head. You need, you need to bring somebody with you. That's what you need to do. Okay, I'm a, I tell you what I'm gonna bring with me. I got two people to bring with me. It's gonna be me, myself, and I. And I bet you this here, you won't put no meat on that grill come Sunday. Okay. You won't put no All meat right. on that grill. To hell with you and them damn cowboys, man. You don't talk about the cowboys me like that, Doc. Now you really f me off. We're all cowboy fans. You gonna okay. meet me at the leasing office, it's on. I'm gonna beat your and then you put a Tony Romo shirt on your I promise you. You're going to be a fan of mine. 
Okay, okay, but do you know who you, you do you know who you playing with? No, I don't. And I, I, I promise you, when I find you, you don't know who you playing with. Let me let me let me tell you who I am. Yeah, tell me who you are. Who are you? I am nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy Bobby. just told me earlier a couple breaks ago you know be good what you supposed to be good at i'm supposed to be good at stupid Woo! and i'm working we'll be back right after this <laughs> oh you are you toning it down now <laughs> you're listening to the steve harvey morning show Coming up at 34 after the hour, uh, we'll talk about nudity. The body issue what? of the ESPN magazine is out. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You know is. what, Shirley? That's going to be my new goal. Oh, really? <laughs> Do yeah, what? Have my naked ass on the cover of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. <laughs> got to strive for something, Steve. Or just in the book some damn well. Well, you guys did the shirts off thing a while ago. No, no. I won't be ass naked. <laughs> damn, that shirt draws everything. <laughs> Leg up. I want to be on the cover in a Heisman trophy pose. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nephew, you're quiet. Junior, you're quiet. You know what? I'm quiet because yesterday I did I I got myself in some trouble talking about Serena because I got home with all I heard. Yeah. So you think Serena healthy, huh? That's what yeah. you're saying? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We talk, we tried to tell you. Yeah, Steve. we always yeah. do, but yeah. so, yeah. no, I ain't saying nothing about nothing right now. Right? No. Because you know uh-uh. you love naked. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, but if I keep this up, then ain't gonna be no more naked. So I'm gonna just shut my mouth. Oh, you be naked, but it be by yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I don't want that. That don't look good. <laughs> All right, uh, first uh, trending sports news, Junior. Um, the the men, like we said, the men on this show is happy are, are happy because uh, the NFL season kicks yes. off tonight. Yes, tonight, guys. Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Let me tell you something. Get all this other stuff off ESPN. All that corn husker throwing. That can can go today. All the skee-ball championships. We don't need to see none of that. Hey, I watch all that, Junior. I'm sorry. That axe throwing. You're not into it, Junior. Hey, man, listen to me. I I don't know the score. I can't keep up. I've hit the bullseye several times with axe throwing on my shows. Oh, yeah. Kind of dangerous. Have you done the corn huskers? Have you done that? What is that? That little bag. That little bean bag tossing from Uh end to end. Oh, it's and it's serious too. Oh, it's serious. Oh, it's serious. You got you talking about about bean bag tossing? Yeah. Where they throw it in the little hole. Yeah, in the yeah, hole. Yeah. Hey, that, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys yeah. can just make a game out of anything. Huh? Well, no, you know, growing no, up, we is... had to. We didn't have video games. 
Oh, yeah, but yeah. we're saying this is on ESPN. Yeah, I yes. know. This yeah, in the way. Yeah. This in the yeah, way. It's a new sport. Hell yeah, when you're in baseball season, you got time for all that. <laughs> yeah, get this off of there. Sitting up in here, man. I'm, you know, you know, man. Like, you know, baseball is a great game. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. hard to watch. A dude, now a dude for five innings is pitching a no hitter. Mm-hmm. Now, who this exciting for? <laughs> None but the guy pitching. Nobody That's did. all. Because I'm sitting here going, what? Five innings, ain't nobody got a hit? No. Strike three, we're out. We're at the top of the seventh. We like to take that seventh inning stretch. We've got a yeah. one-hit baseball game going on. Score zero to zero. Cubs are up. You know, I'm just going, man, come on, Jesus. I don't get another hot dog. Man, get in a fight. Do something. Well, uh, this is something else to uh Ezekiel Elliott got this bag with him. Uh-oh. 90 million, six years, 50 guaranteed. Go, Zeke! Whoa. That boy rich. That's a lot of cheese. Oh, that's how you come back from Cabo. Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> that boy got some money. Now, he can't have no week off, though. No. Uh, right, playing. No, right, not right. 50 million. All right, no, we need 150-yard week weekends. We need 150-yard weekends. Congratulations to him. Wow. First Cowboy of all, y'all alert. from Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So just be down there at that team. Million on, I ain't mad. Cause ain't neither one of them money. teams gonna do nothing. Uh, all right. Wait a minute. Uh, okay, before we get, ah, before on, we get into a fight, on, uh-uh, before we get into a fight, Clean, time for today's headline, Steve. You ain't done heard that yet, Clay. Hey, you heard me. You heard me. me. <laughs> Matter of fact, you finna hear Miss Ann, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Miss Ann Tripp. Huh. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. This is Antrip with the news. Hurricane Dorian is now up a notch to Category 3. He's got 115-mile-per-hour winds now. It started smacking the coast of South Carolina and Georgia overnight, already causing at least fatal- one fatality, believe it or not, in North Carolina, not South Carolina, North Carolina. Authorities say that an 85-year-old man who was stormproofing his home, you know, putting up boards and stuff, became the first official Dorian-related casualty in the Tar Heel State. Clifton Burchette fell from the roof of his house. House in Columbus County. President Trump approved an emergency declaration for North Carolina yesterday. The National Hurricane Center says that significant storm surge with accompanying coastal flooding is expected in the area over the next couple of days. Meanwhile, the death toll in the Bahamas has risen to 20 as the U.S. Coast Guard and other health agencies rush food and other aid to survivors there. Retailers were responding to public pressure to restrict the availability of guns in this country in the wake of the three recent mass shootings. You know, one was in Dayton, Ohio, two were in Texas. Walmart's announced early this week, I told you yesterday, it's going to no longer sell ammunition for handguns. Walmart and now Kroger are among a growing number of companies who also say that customers who openly carry their guns are not welcome in their stores, even if the state they're in permits it. And Kroger and Walmart joined Starbucks and Target and Wendy's on that one. Also last year, both Delta and United Airlines say they're no longer offering discounted rates uh, to fly for members of the National Rifle Association, one of the reasons people say they joined the uh, NRA. And the Bank of America says it's no longer lending money to manufacturers of military-style weapons. The mayor of St. Louis, Linda Croson, hoping uh, to get information leading to the arrest of the people who killed several children, black children, over the summer. Authorities say actually four youngsters, uh, ages 10 and under, have been shot and killed in St. Louis since April. It was because they were with families standing outside, whatever. Not like they, they were in the intended targets, but they do not know where these shooters are. They are looking for them.
There are calls for Alabama Governor Kay Ivey to step down over the blackface routine she took part in with her boyfriend in college. No pictures, but the information came by way of a radio interview back in 1967 that the governor's ex gave, which she participated in. I will do all I can going forward to help show the nation that the Alabama of today is a far cry from the Alabama of the 1960s. We have come a long way. And she says she's come a long way. Also, Motown founder Barry Gordy, Gordy uh, donating $4 million to expand the museum at Hitsville USA building in Detroit. And finally, today is Eat Your Favorite Cookie Day. Cookies! Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, this is according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Uh, Bahamas' adoptive native son, uh, Tyler Perry, has pledged to send aid to the Bahamas. On social media, Tyler posted, as soon as I can, I will be there to do whatever I can do to help you rebuild stronger and better. Thank wow. you, Tyler. That is awesome. Yes. It's great. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, yeah, watching that hurricane, um, it, it, it did, what it did to the Bahamas, it, it's just heartbreaking. I mean, it's, it's, for it's, everyone, it was, yeah. Never before that I've known has a hurricane just set yeah. on top of an island like that, Hover. occupied, mm-hmm. uh, for that long a period of time. That This hurricane was moving at one mile one per mile. hour. Yep. I mean, yep. it and battered I mean, the Bahamas. Man, the yeah, it did. It I did. mean, it was horrible. Yeah, it and devastated. And Tyler has a... Uh, island. Uh, 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 you know. <laughs> I called him when I first heard about it, asked him where he was. He wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said he was just really, really. His first thing he said to me was, I'm really concerned about the locals, man. Yeah. Yes. And I said, wow, okay, but you okay, though? And he said, because he's the only person I know. I know my boy, but he was in Nassau. I checked on him. He's mm-hmm. fine. But yeah. up that upper northern side of the yeah. Bahamas, yeah. Yeah. man, that's that's areas. that's devastated, yeah. man. Yeah. Tyler considers yeah. that home, of course. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to watch. It really, really is. And if you want to do something, uh, just a reminder, you can go to Steve Harvey FM for a list of organizations who are on the ground right now in the Bahamas helping those affected by Hurricane Dorian. Also, um, another programming note, our news director, Miss Ann Tripp, will have an exclusive Steve Harvey Morning Show interview. That'll be tomorrow morning at 7.04 a.m. Eastern Time. She's going to talk to the Council General of the Bahamas, Mr. Lawrence Cartwright, uh, to give us more information on what mm-hmm. we can do to help Bahamas strong. All right. Yeah. So just go to yeah. SteveHarvey.com. SteveHarveyFM.com. Steve mm-hmm. Yeah. This is, um, and the storm is moving, you know, towards yeah. South Carolina today, Charleston, mm-hmm. uh, those areas as well. And North Carolina, the people that are on the island part of the yeah, Carolina yeah. coast, mm-hmm. you know, they've been in vo- uh, order to evacuate. So this storm has been the most unpredictable yeah. storm I've ever heard it's of. It's going to go this way. Yeah. It's going to go that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. It's moving slow. It's doing this. It's just like, go away. It's horrible, horrible storm. What did the president we... say it was in Alabama or something? What did the president say about he, he Let's Let's try not to first. discuss what he yeah, said. Okay. Not him. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up at 34 after the hour, we're going to switch gears here. Are you ready for the body issue of the ESPN magazine? NBA baller Chris Paul is naked. That's right, ladies. We'll talk about it right after this. Yeah, see, I ain't there yet. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
The 11th annual body issue of the ESPN magazine features 21 athletes bearing it all and posing Tommy's favorite way, naked. (laughs) (laughs) NBA's Oklahoma City Thunder point guard Chris Paul. Cleveland Browns defensive end Miles Garrett, the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line U.S. women's soccer player Kelly Wait, O'Hara. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm Steve is quiet. I'm, he's gonna say yeah. something. He's just waiting. I know that Kelly O'Hara, WNBA star Elizabeth Cambridge, uh, New Orleans Saints receiver Michael Thomas, along with other athletes, pose naked for the body issue. Chris Paul said that he is most proud of his abs, and he is a vegan now. So are we. Uh, well, we're, I'm finna we're, try that then. We're most proud of his abs. Well, I'm, well, <laughs> I'm finna try that vegan thing. Uh-uh. You know, like I said, you know, uh-huh. Come on, one Steve. of my goals is to... Uh, is to what? Is to be in this magazine one time, just ass naked. But after seeing Chris Paul's picture, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't there yet. Quite I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to get a little bit more serious about this vegan thing or something, because... <laughs> I can do that shot where he got the basketball looking over his shoulder. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And uh, you know, cause I got I got a nice nice butt, uh-huh. but uh, yeah. Come on. My stomach. You see how he got his got that ball cupped under his over his arm? Yeah. Like the Atlas pose. Uh huh. Like right now, my stomach touched my elbow. <laughs> yeah. That's the only problem with that pose right there. And that other pose he got. Where he dribbling that real high dribble, look like he damn near fitting the bowl the ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem too, cause what? if I bend oh, over that you? far, they gonna have to have him snap the picture before I throw up. <laughs> cause oh, God. If I do that pose right there where I'm stretched out uh-huh. and I'm trying to squat like that, yeah. they got to have him click, cause I'm I'm gonna throw the, throw up. So it's a guarantee. So Oh, okay, so Steve, he he says Chris Paul says he's most proud of his abs. I mean, you have to have something that you're proud of. You on your yeah. Body. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't say it on the abs. I'm pretty strong. Okay, okay. Oh. Yeah. Really, really. Well, you just asked me what I was proud of. That now, the problem I'm having though is at my <laughs> at my 50th, my fraternity's chapter 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> one of the dudes said it best. We was all looking at each other, man. Told me, man, you picked up a little weight. We was looking at each other. One dude said, "My whole goal mm-hmm. is to just look down and and see my instep." <laughs> Sounds like a pregnant woman. <laughs> and so everybody was looking down, and he wasn't the only one who couldn't see his instep. Mm-hmm. It was some dudes that couldn't see their shoes. Period. You know, I could at least see my toes. <laughs> but it was some dudes that couldn't even see their shoes. I asked this one brother, I said, man, what color socks you got on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but can we just you know, say Chris Paul is it. just, you know, sure. yeah. serving it to, mm. yeah. to the Oh, people. he's strong with it. To the people. Yeah. yeah. He is serving yeah. it, girl. Yeah. To the All people. Right. Okay. Whatever. Okay. What, what's the hate, Junior? What, what? You know what? He ain't going to be the only one in a, in a body issue. When Emerald Degrassi has his, Emerald, uh-huh. the chef. Yeah. The chef. Well, when yeah. he have his body issue, my ass going to be in that one for sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating. Now, Junior. <laughs> junior, you had done pretty good. You was on that D-Herbs. How much he had you lost? Man. Yeah, he works you out know every what, day. I started working out every week, man. I've been working no, out No, I asked you months. a question. 
How much mm-hmm. did you lose on the D Herbs diet? 22 pounds. Wow. Okay. That's excellent. Yeah, 22. Now, how much of it you done gained back? Little. How much? Huh? 11. 11. Half. <laughs> Half. He said 11. Let him slow down because you, you're on your way back now. <laughs> Listen to him. It don't take long to get back. It don't. No, it doesn't. No, it I don't. gave away all my gains on this vacation. Yeah. I just like how they well, can vacation so does that though. Strategically hide. What? Yeah, but at 62 though, dog, mm-hmm. it's harder to get it off. Did you see the well, guy uh, on the keep golf course? Keep this in mind. Most people have a week yes. vacation. That ain't what you had. See, you had time to get there. Hey man, you, you think it, you think it's a good idea to go into this? All right, listen. Uh, coming up next, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, It's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he took it out at the dinner table. Mm. He took what? Took what? You got to listen. You got to listen to the letter. He took what out at the dinner table? Listen to the letter. Right now, it's the nephew's turn with today's (laughs) prank phone call. (laughs) Not what you think. Ah, okay. Okay. What you got now? Uh, can you bring me some paper? Uh, Everybody has said that phrase before. Can you bring me some paper? Am I the only one? Ew. I know. I understand. <laughs> but we've all been caught up, and it's been <sighs> a situation. Yeah. So here it is. Can you bring me some paper? Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello? Uh, I'm trying to... Charles? I'm, I'm looking for a Charles. Yeah, this Charlie... I'm sorry, this who now? This Charlie. How can I help you? Hey, listen, um, I, I'm, you by, I'm, who am I I'm, speaking with? I'm sorry, this is Scotty, man. I'm, um, I'm house-sitting for Rita. She, y'all oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She told me she was going out of town. What can I do for you, brother? Uh, how far y'all down the way, man? Y'all, how many houses? Four or five houses? Yeah, I think, uh, let's see. Yeah, we four houses down. Okay. Now, she left me a number, man. Left me y'all number, and then she left Miss... Doris, no, I tried to call Miss Doris, but then nobody answered the phone. Yeah, she normally in church around this time. Rita said she was gonna be gone for a minute, so you, you say you down there? Right, right, right. And she told me if I got an emergency or anything that I could reach out to y'all and call y'all. Right, right, right. Okay, are you are you busy right now, man? Well, actually, I'm in the middle of cooking my wife some dinner, and uh, got some meat on the grill. But other than that, you know. Okay, I mean, you, 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 are you able to help me out with something right quick, or you got, you got time for that? Well, like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking. If it's something I can help you with, I, I you know, I don't mind coming down there and, and uh, showing you or doing whatever it is that we need to do. Okay, Charlie, would you happen to have any paper, man? Any paper? Yeah. Um, I, I think I got some newspaper. What you trying no, to? No, do no, 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 no newspaper. I mean, some paper. You got some paper? I. What, notebook paper? No, see, man, listen. Charlie, I, like I say, man, my, my name is Scotty, man. I know you don't know me. I done got myself in a little situation here down here at Rita House, man. And I, I, I didn't, man, I'm in a situation. I actually am in the bathroom, man, and it ain't no paper in here, dog. So you saying you want me to bring you some toilet paper? I mean, if you don't mind, I'm sitting here, my legs ain't got numb, my, my can't feel my, my my whole lower body, man, from butt down. I can't feel nothing, man. My feet, everything that went to sleep on me. Uh, hold up. Babe, this dude down here at Rita House saying he want me to bring his 
paper because he didn't got none sitting on the toilet. Man, look at here, bro. I'm in the middle of cooking. I wish I could help you, but, you know, well, I, I, mean, I just, can't come here. You say you ain't about four hours a dock, and you just run down here right quick. I mean, the back door open. I, I say, man, I understand all that you're saying. But like I said, I'm in the middle of cooking for my wife. We're having a little special occasion because our kids and stuff gone, and I can't just leave her like that just to come bring, you know, paper. Now, what I can tell you to do is if Rita got one of them towels or something that I'm you I'm not going to use no on, towel, man. I'm not using nobody's towel. Like, that's disrespectful, man. Okay. Hey, but lower your voice, man. You calling me to help you and, and you acting like I caused you to not have no guy. Okay. You supposed to have okay. some paper Charlie, in the bathroom Charlie, I got that. All I'm asking for, just, it ain't going to take no more than two, three minutes run down here right quick and bring the paper, man, and then you get on back to your dinner. Well, what you it sound like what you need to do, bro? You said you had an emergency. I thought the house or, uh, or the dog had got out, or, or you had locked yourself out the house. But I'm not gonna come down there and bring you no papers because that don't sound like an emergency. That sound like some personal. Shit. And furthermore, you in the bathroom, just jump out your clothes and get in the shower and wipe. Out. So I'm not finna dog. That's like I said, I'm numb right now, man. I need some help if so, you don't so mind. So you want man. me to come down there and bring you some toilet paper and pick your numb? You can't get up out the. If I would to help you, that's why I'm trying to tell you I'm in an emergency, man. Okay, well, that, like I said, man, that don't sound like an emergency. That seems like a little quick fix. Get your drawers and, and wipe your drawers. Throw them away. Go get you some more. I, I mean, I'm not finna walk four houses down there to bring you some toilet paper. Your legs numb. How how you gonna get up and open the door? The back door is open. All you got to do is come in here and, and, and reach in here and pass me a roll of paper, man. That's all I'm asking you to do, Mr. Charlie. I understand that, but I'm not going to come down there and bring you no paper. I'm not going to bring you... Man, bring me some paper down here, man. Show you my man, body numb, man. Say, man, who the hell you think you hollering at? You need me. I don't need you. Well, won't you do something, man? You see I'm sitting here in a situation? Now, Rita left y'all number that y'all will help me while I'm down here house watching, man. This here crazy, baby. Man, what the wrong with you? You gonna call me asking me to bring you some newspaper. I told you that I was in the middle of fixing me and my wife some dinner and you come calling me talking about some paper, man. I don't want to hear no about no and I ain't coming down there to bring you no paper, man. Hello? Charlie, you gonna bring this paper, man? Man, look, like I told you before, I ain't gonna bring you no paper down there. We don't wipe no on this street. Hey, hold on, man. I can't just, you can't just leave me here and I'm numb like this. But I'm not going to come bring no grown man, no toilet paper, because he irresponsible when he go into the restroom. That sounds like a personal problem. You you too wrong for that. You, uh, this is a situation, though. This is an emergency, man. Man, that don't sound like no f emergency. That sounds like a f personal problem that you got going on. I'm going to whoop your when I get off of here, man. You done me off with I don't give a f about you being man. Matter of fact, as soon as you get your up out of there, you so bad, you come on down here. I'm coming come down, down there, there. Fact, I'm coming down there the way I am, just like this here. And I'm a whoop for not helping me while I'm in a situation. So, well, bring your on. I got one more thing I need to say to you that I'm gonna do. Is you listening? Bring your on. I got some snakeskin shoes that fit right up, clean up all that. I got one more thing. Is you listening? Man, what man, like I said, what what you got to say, man. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your neighbor, Rita. Ain't this bank. <laughs> that motherfucker from the radio station. <laughs> this is Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a whoop Rita. <laughs> got you calling my house. Man, you had me. I was going to come down there, man, and break the <laughs> down and whoop. You 
better be glad I'm eating. <laughs> I can't believe this. Hey, man, I got to ask you, man, one more thing. What is, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. Y'all play practical jokes on folks, man. <laughs> okay. Pay for anyone? No, no? thank you. I'll mm. pass. Somebody want to talk about it? Nope. Not no? really. They never went in there. Ain't never went in there and just forgot to look. Ain't, I'm yeah. the only one. Yeah. No, you ain't. Yeah, okay. You ain't never called a neighbor and said, listen. Ain't nobody here. What <laughs> Wait you got to neighbor? call who you can If ain't call. nobody at home, I ain't got to call nobody. Right. Yeah, I'm going to just get on up. <laughs> climb my ass in that shower and act like it never happened. Oh, God. Can't say, can't say that we're not transparent on this show. Oh, we, tell it, we tell it like it is yeah. over here. Turn this water on. Oh, All right. Okay. We tell it like it is, baby. Uh, let me put this out there. I know that we are dealing with a hurricane. I'm supposed to be going to Greenville, North Carolina. Greenville is expecting me, and I'm expecting to come. But first and foremost, let's make sure y'all get through this storm. That's the most important thing, Greenville. I want to make sure you all are safe and sound. If the storm does, if the storm passes and it does not hurt Greenville, the nephew will be there Saturday night with bells on. But more important than anything, I want to make sure y'all safe. So y'all do what y'all got to do to be safe in Greenville, North Carolina. And the nephew... Loves you. All right, nephew. Thank you. Very good. Uh, Up next, Strawberry Letter. uh, He took it out at the dinner table. We'll get get into it right after this. (laughs) Oh, Lord. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on sex, on work, on parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Okay, cool. We should do Naked Radio 2019. All right, buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, he took it out at the dinner table. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, my friend hooked me up with a great guy, and before I met him, we had great conversation, and he seemed to be a cool guy. He sent me a picture of himself, and I sent him a picture, too. He had a beautiful smile, and I commented that he had perfect teeth. He told me that he had false teeth. I asked him why he chose false teeth over implants, and he said that implants were too expensive. It was no biggie, so we continued to get to know each other. After two weeks, we went out on our first date to a very nice restaurant for dinner. I was so glad to finally meet him. We ordered our food and started eating, and the conversation was so good that I didn't realize he had taken his entire top row of teeth out. Come on, boy. He saw how I was looking at him, and he said, See, you can't even tell when I take my teeth out. I look the same. (laughs) Wait, there's more. I was at a loss for words. His teeth were in a container beside his plate, and he was just eating and talking like all of this was okay. I had lost my appetite. I know being single can be lonely, but there is no way I can be seen with this bald mouth man. Stephen Shirley, I do not have a problem at all with false teeth, but you can't just take them out on the first date and not let me know first. 
After the date, <laughs> after the date, I called the friend that set us up and told her that his teeth were a deal breaker. Oh, and his lack of table manners. She said that I was being bougie and I have to be more open-minded and willing to work with some men to turn them into the ideal man. I beg to differ, but maybe I'm being too insensitive. Maybe I'm being insensitive. What do you think? Hey, listen, Miss Bougie, I'm with you all day, okay? Manners are important, hygiene is important, and taking your teeth out at the dinner table, it's very unhygienic. It's unacceptable, okay? Uh, I mean, it's one thing to have dentures, but leave them in your mouth. How about that? Take them out at home at night and put them in the container and then put that container on the nightstand like normal people do who have dentures and and false teeth. I, I don't agree with your friend about you being bougie. It's okay to like what you like and not like the fact that he had dentures and took them out at the dinner table. That's ridiculous. And sat him in a container next to a plate at a very nice restaurant. Uh, you're single here, not desperate, okay? And, and you don't have to settle no matter what your friend says. All right, Steve? That's it for me. Well... Very good answer, Shirley. I agree with everything you said. But let me go at it from this here right here. Went out on a date with this man. You'd been talking and y'all sent a picture and you told the man, boy, you got you got some print. Your teeth look, you, you got a beautiful smile and you got perfect teeth. Then he right off the dribble told you he had false teeth. I asked him why he chose false teeth over implants. He said the implants was too expensive. All right, let's stop this letter right here. Let's go back over because I I need some things that y'all need to see what I saw. Okay. He sent you a picture of himself. You said he had a beautiful smile. I commented that he had perfect teeth. For no damn reason at all, he told me he had false teeth. How old is this man here? (laughs) Where he cool with this here? (laughs) <laughs> Baby, you got some perfect teeth. These ain't my teeth. <laughs> Not sexy, right? <laughs> These ain't mine. These false teeth. So I already know we're talking about an older couple here. This ain't no two 40-year-olds at dinner. <laughs> so I asked him why he chose false teeth over implants. He said the implants was too expensive. <laughs> we're talking about a cheap-ass man here now. There's a lot of things you can save money on. Come on. Your damn teeth ain't one of them. Uh-huh. Spend some money on your damn mouth. Now, if you want to go to Walmart and get you them tank tops where when you put it on, the armhole be down to your belt, <laughs> that's cool. I've often wondered where them people get them tops from. Them's Walmart tank tops. So I don't care how big your ass is, you can put this tank top on. It's going to fit. You're stupid for real. Yeah, that ain't the Nike tank top. That's the Walmart tank top. That armhole, I don't care how what size you are, this tank top fit. That's where you save money at. You want to go to the grocery store and you don't want to buy Del Monte green beans? I got you. Buy generic green beans. They still green beans. The, the label is white and the writing is black. All it say is green beans. I got that. You don't save money on your damn teeth. So y'all got to know each other. And after two weeks, you went out on the first date to a nice restaurant. You finally met him. You ordered your food. You started eating. The conversation was so good 
that I didn't realize he had taken his entire top row of teeth out. He saw how you was looking at him. He said, see, you can't even tell when I take my teeth out. I looked the same. Hold up, partner. Hold up. Let me correct your ass on something. We might not have seen when you took them out. We didn't see you take them out. But we damn sure sitting here looking at you trying to figure out where the hell is your whole row of teeth? You can't take 16 teeth out and don't nobody know it. What is wrong? <laughs> we didn't see you take them out. But damn it, we looking at you now. And it, you know, hell, you talking about you can't even tell. No, I didn't. No, I didn't see you take them out, partner. All right. Hold that thought, Steve. We'll be back at uh, 23 after the hour. Subject of today's letter, he took him out at the dinner table. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Subject, he took him out at the dinner table. This man she done met, they talking on the phone, they exchanged pictures. She saw the man smile and said, wow, you got perfect teeth. Right out the blue, no damn reasoning at all. No need to confess this. He said, these false teeth. That lets me know he already old because he didn't see no problem with it. And then she said, well, why did you choose false teeth over implants? He said, because they too expensive. Okay, he cheap. He cheap. If you'll cut back money on your damn teeth, mm. Mm. <laughs> lady, your ass is fitting to be wearing, your first Christmas gift is going to be one of them Walmart tank tops. <laughs> I can promise you that. Because he's cheap. Because his ass is cheap. So they finally go out to dinner. After two weeks, they went on the first date, nice restaurant. Glad to finally meet the man. You ordered your food and you start eating. The conversation was so good that I didn't realize he had taken his entire top row of teeth out. Now, he saw how I was looking at him, and he said, See, you can't even tell when I take my teeth out. I looked the same. Food. Listen to me. She didn't see you take the teeth out, but you said in the letter right here, he saw how I was looking. Cause see, after you took my, she didn't see you take them out, Mm-mm. but somewhere in the conversation, she was just staring at your damn mouth. <laughs> and then see, you can't even tell when I take my teeth out. No, we can't tell when you take them out, but we can tell that they out. <laughs> So now she looking at you and you talking about, see, you can't even tell I took them out. Yeah, we can. Why when you talking, your top lip disappear? Where your lip at? It's <laughs> <suck> in there. <laughs> and what is you eating without the top row? <laughs> what what now, is on question. your damn plate? Help uh, me. That is the that's question. That's the question. <laughs> I need to know what you ordered, partner, that you can eat without that whole damn top row. That's ice cream. Now, what I want everybody to do is, at one point today, take your top lip and cover your front teeth with it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh-huh. put something up your mouth and keep chewing, uh-huh. but keep your top lip covering them teeth. Wow, you can choke your ass to death. Yeah, I can't even talk. You finna chew. be swallowing food so whole, this man's digestive tract is shot. Because <laughs> he ain't chewing up nothing. He just swallowing food. Ooh, uh, now, I take, I look the same. I was at a loss for words. His teeth was in a container beside his plate. Ew. And he was just in eating and talking 
like everything was okay. Like this was cool. See, I can't talk to you and half your damn mouth is in a glass looking at me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is this a magic trick? Because how is half your mouth in a glass looking at me? Oh, my goodness. I don't know if you'd have never been over somebody's house and they had their dentures in a glass, but it looked like the teeth is looking at you. Because they are. Because the teeth don't want to be in the glass. They want to be in the mouth because that's where they belong. Now, I know being single can be lonely. Yes, it is, baby. But there's no way I could be seen with this bald mouth man. Steve and Shirley, I do not have a problem at all with false teeth. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. This whole damn letter is about false teeth. And you got a problem with them. So it's okay. It's just you don't like false teeth. You got the right to like what you like. Some men don't like women with wigs. I don't give a damn what you got on, long as you're cute. I could care less. It's men don't like fake nails. I like them. It's men don't like eyelashes. Please put them on. <laughs> I like all that extra blink, blink. Give me all that. I do not have a problem with false teeth, but you can't take them out on the first date. You can't take them out with me ever. <laughs> no damn first date. At no point is our ass at dinner and you reach up in your head and pull a whole row of damn teeth out. That is so nasty. It ain't got nothing to do with the first date. You can't ever <laughs> take your damn teeth out your head. Date is over. Set them down on the table. I don't give a damn if you don't put them in glass. You can wrap them up in your handkerchief and put them in your top pocket. I don't want to know that they up there. Oh, man. I don't give a damn if you know how to spin them teeth on your finger like a basketball. <laughs> want to be sitting up in here and watching your teeth go around in the circle. But what about her friends, Steve? You got to speak to her friends. Hold up, wait a minute. I don't give a damn if you take your teeth off and set them in the champagne bucket <laughs> where I can't see it. <laughs> but when the waiter come over there to pour another glass. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. I love it. He screams. I do. I love it. After the date, I called a friend to set us up and told yeah. her his teeth was a deal breaker. Oh, and his lack of table manners. She said I was being bougie. I ain't nobody bougie. Right. This ain't bullshit. Sitting up, I don't give a damn how much money I ain't got. You can't pull your damn teeth out and I see you. I don't care how fine you is. <laughs> Sitting over there helping you pull your teeth out your mouth. I'm getting up and getting in my car. Date is over. The date damn is... date is over. Yes. All right, look, we got to go, He Steve. left me. You're damn right I did. <laughs> Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook at Steve Harvey FM. Also, check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour, our girl from the talk, Cheryl Underwood, right Can after Can you this. not take your teeth out tonight, baby? <sighs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update. But before we get to that, Steve, please introduce our girl from the talk. She's here. I'm going to do it like I've never done it before. Okay. Uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Cheryl Underwood. What? That's what I'm talking about, Steve Harvest. I need an intro like that. Simple Make me feel good. That's right. Feel good. Hey, I'm going to be out at Johnny T's Bistro and Blues, Jackson, Mississippi. Two shows Friday the 6th and two shows Saturday the 7th. Me, Mike Washington, going to be out here getting these jokes on. I need more money. I got, hey, I'm still working at the top. 
uh, our season star <laughs> Monday tonight. <laughs> Got to get that CBS money. Don't play. I saw the new set. I like to thank CBS for building us a whole new set, which means we must be staying on longer than I thought because we have a whole new beautiful set. So I just got to say that on behalf of the network, I'm happy to be here. All right, girl. My key no, card work Monday. Congratulations, girl. Yes, yes. Thank you, but I'm just over my key card work Monday. You know, because, okay, I'm sorry. I was getting emotional. Because <laughs> I like my job. Oh, can I say something political before we get to the naked men in sports illustrated or whatever <laughs> yes. they are? Jury finds Obama White House counsel Gregory Craig not guilty. Let me say it louder. Not guilty in foreign influence case where they accused him of working on behalf of the Ukrainian government. What? Did I get that right? Good, good, good. Obama former White House counsel not guilty. Can we say the same for all of the administration that we got right now working with the Russia? Sorry. No. No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just need to throw that out there. Back to our regularly scheduled discussion. I hear there's a lot of naked men in Sports Illustrated. Is that what it is? It's a Sports (laughs) Illustrated. Yes. Mm. Uh, ESPN body issue. Well, there's a lot of naked women in there, too. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I look at them, too, only because they ain't got the body I got. So I'm not in it. I'm very upset. <laughs> I could have got at least three, four pages of pullout for the stomach. At least I get the pullout for the stomach if I'm going to be bucket naked Cheryl like Underwood. that. Stop. What? I can Go get the three-page pull-out joke with it back. Okay, now look here. Uh-huh. I hear there's other people that's naked in there, but do they have the money of Gold Digger Alert? We got to get the Dallas ladies. Somebody got $90 million. $22 million of it is, is a guarantee. Come on, ladies, do the math. Get there as fast as you can. $50 million is guaranteed. $50 million. I calculated wrong. Carry the phone. Let's get our flights right now, ladies. It's time for us to get to Dallas. Go dig alert. Listen, bring nothing but G strings and baby oil and shea butter. That's how we get <laughs> Magic right, City, close down for one day. Let them sisters have a shot. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, let's go. Let's get it. Let's get it. She is here. It is Carla Farrell with What Reality Update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Okay, guys, we're going to talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. I'm going to switch it up. Go oh, to yeah. the Real Housewives. All right. So Robin Dixon, she invited the women to the Cayman Islands, and we've all been there. Mm-hmm. We love the Cayman right. Islands. Yes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. We've been there on vacation as well, a working vacation. Anyway, Robin was late as usual. That girl always. Oh. I'm talking, Shirley. She can't get nowhere on time. She it's missed a flight. Trip. How you hosting the trip, but yeah. you're not flying down there with the ladies? Anyway. <laughs> Monique, she couldn't travel because at the time she was eight months pregnant. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the doctor told her that she couldn't travel. So anyway, you know, my girl, Giselle, Candace, Ashley, Karen, Katie, all of them, they got there. Robin arrived later. They kicked it. They did some Cayman Island excursions, petting stingrays in the ocean, horseback Mm -hmm. riding in In the the ocean. ocean. They Mm -hmm. got them stingrays. They got Mm -hmm. them Okay. Yeah, they were a little, (laughs) it was the black girl version. They were a little scared. (laughs) And then Ashley, she kind of went at it and told Katie that she didn't think she was mentally strong enough to be in the group. 
Who are you to tell somebody that? So that was kind of, that was very, very mean. But anyway, Ashley was kind of getting back at Katie because Katie said Ashley was stupid. Stupid. (laughs) So there you have it. So anyway, uh, according to Giselle, she said, you know, kind of pull up. Katie is going through some custody battles. Anyway, Robin told her girl Giselle that she was dead wrong for causing drama Mm -hmm. at her open house. You know, she has an investment property with her mom and Giselle walked in the reception of the open house starting drama with Monique. So she told her she was wrong, called Giselle out on it. Giselle apologized. Anyway, Katie wasn't feeling it. She wasn't feeling the vibe on the trip she wasn't feeling well my girl left she just left the cayman islands didn't tell any of them that she was leaving they were worried the ladies were worried they were thinking about doing missing persons report security production they found her at the airport she left anyway karen and ashley they all kicked it along with robin and and candace they started drinking shots and you know how it goes steve when these girls go on a trip and they start taking shots and drinking. Oh, here come the back. truth. Here come here the come truth. Right and the fight. <laughs> yep. Come got the truth, back baby. to the hotel, and Karen just basically went in and told Ashley that she did not believe that Ashley's husband, Michael, was not guilty of those sexual assault charges on the cameraman. Remember, Michael Mm -hmm. was accused of groping a cameraman during production when they were filming at Monique's house, that rainbow baby shower, the party. Anyway, Ashley reminded Karen that her husband, Michael, was clear of any wrongdoing in a court of law. Karen's point was that sexual assault well, she was a sexual assault victim back in college, and it's hard to prove for the victim. So she wasn't really convinced that Ashley's husband, Michael, was so innocent. So it was drama. It was screaming and hollering at the hotel at the Cayman Islands. Junior, remember when we all went to the restaurant? Monica was with us in the mm-hmm. Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. and we saw the yep. fish. And yep. they yeah. went to that restaurant, so we knew it very well. So I was like, hey, we went there. Yeah. So that's Real Housewives of Potomac. So... We're going to talk about the season finale coming up, and then you know it's time for the reunion show. And also, let me give a shout-out before we run out of time. Real Housewives of New York star Bethany. Bethany Frankel, she has left the show, Real Housewives mm-hmm. of New York City, but she has a big, strong charity. It's called Be Strong, and she is uh, providing disaster relief for emergency assistance for the people in the Bahamas. Yeah, she so did it for shout Puerto Rico. To, mm-hmm. yes, she, yes, in the Caribbean island. Mm-hmm. She's always giving back. So shout-out to reality star Real Housewives of New York City, the former star Bethany Frankel, giving back, doing philanthropy work. So shout out mm-hmm. to Bethany. And on the scripted TV show Power this Sunday, 50 Cent, 50, Ooh. Curtis Jackson has said that he will put back the original theme song, yeah. Big Rich Town by Joe. Yes. Come on, Joe. Yes. Yes. We've been pulling for Joe, baby. You can hit me up at Lips by Carla, and we'll be back at 20 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, in trending hip-hop news, guys, in Rick Ross's new memoir, Hurricanes, he admits that codeine caused a string of seizures a few years back. He says that when you combine that with drinking, the other drugs he was doing, and a lack of sleep, 
It was no. enough to kill someone. He said he had been Girl, staying up going on, for, for hours upon hours, you know, just trying to work and hustle and make it and everything. And his body just shut down. He couldn't take it anymore. But, of course, since then, he's made some major lifestyle changes, including cutting out the sodas, drinking way more water, eating more veggies, and uh, getting more sleep. And, and it shows. You know, he's lost a ton of weight, and he looks good. He, he looks, looks good. Is his shirt great. open, Shirley? Well, like you know, that's, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, He's a that's, part of, that's part of the brand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, man, Rick going to have his shirt off. Me and Rick Ross going to mm. do the uh, Sports Illustrated next year together. <laughs> <laughs> the body issue. Yeah. 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 ESPN body issue. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Love it. Uh, me love and Ricky Ross, we going in together. You know, they've been doing all these athletes. Me and my boy Ricky Rose. Yes. We yeah. finna come out and do it together. Non-athletic bodies. <laughs> <laughs> the the entertainment version. Me, <laughs> Ricky Rose, Earthquake. Say it. Oh, say it. Entertainer. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Skinny ass it. Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to go. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This ignorant show. More fun, more music coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, when we left off, you were saying uh, who you were all going to get to do the uh, non-athletic uh, body issue for ESPN next year. Hell yeah. You, you know, they doing all these athletes and everything. Uh-huh. You know, all them ain't, you know, they did the offensive line, you know. Yeah. These people ain't got no, like, tremendous body. So I say right. let's expand it. And since uh, Ricky Rose, mm-hmm. who I'm a mm-hmm. huge fan of, somebody send a shout out to Rick Ross with the gold cigars, uh, just like Big Boss got. Uh, you know, send a shout out to Ricky Rose that I think me and Ricky Rose ought to do the naked issue our damn self next year. Because R- Ricky ain't got no problem taking his shirt off right now as is. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm talking about, and the key word, ass yeah. is. He's feeling himself. But give me the rest yeah. of the lineup, though, big I'm going to start feeling hit. that way. I'm going to do it. With my naked, I'm gonna have my boy Sad the Entertainer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He gonna come naked. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. Anthony Anderson think he cute now because he done lost four damn pounds. <laughs> so you know, he think he cute, but Anthony Anderson still kind of little fat boy. Uh, I'm gonna throw that out there because he always talking about me. Uh, I think uh, a couple of other people. We gonna have skinny ass Chris Rock because you know we gonna have somebody standing next to me that look malnourished. <laughs> and then we gonna trip everybody out. I'm gonna have Chappelle take his damn clothes off, and then I'm gonna do a comedy special on Chappelle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Then after we do that, we gonna look at a couple others. Uh, I know my boy, he ain't going to have no problem doing it. Oh. J. Anthony Brown oh, will get yes, ass will. naked. Yeah, you don't even have to he ask whole him. Video. Right yeah. now. But I'm going to have him phone. wear the same boots that Samora wore <laughs> in concert. <laughs> yeah. Those white ones. <laughs> yeah, he going to take that. Uh, and then I'm going to ask a Cle- fellow Clevelander, Betty White, to do it. <laughs> I think mm. Betty White will go with me. On that. Uh-huh, oh, I got uh-huh. one for you, dog. And uh, go ahead. Al Rucker. Roker. Roker. Uh-huh. Roker. I'm sorry, Roker. Well, the only problem is Al Roker kind of think he cute. 
He does? You know, he kind of like you, Tommy. He's delusional. <laughs> so, you know, I, those are some things I was uh-huh. thinking about doing next year. And then we do a radio edition Uh-oh. of it, too. Ooh, who you got? And call it the famous fat folks of radio. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all can start submitting your fat folks of radio from around the country. Oh, we're on there. Oh, hello. So now, have right. you ever have you ever seen your favorite radio personality? And when you saw him, you went, "Damn!" <laughs> All right, we gotta go, Steve. Uh, coming up. <laughs> Uh, we'll we'll uh, end the show, our last break of the day, and some closing remarks from you at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve, our last break of the day. It's been a good day. Real good yeah. day. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, um, Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to I say this about the whole Kevin Hart incident. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kevin is a family member of ours. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, he is a megastar at this point. Huge. He is one of only a handful of megastars who will come on this radio show and sit here for four hours. Uh, because not only to promote, but he just loves people. Yeah, he's a great guy. It is, in this tragedy that has happened, it's amazing the spin that people are trying to put on this story. You know, everybody always wants to make something out of it that is not... Uh, it, he probably switched seats. He was he was with who was the girl? You know what, man? Instead of like the majority of us are doing, praying for his recovery. That's this right. was a serious accident. Mm-hmm. You saw this car. Life threatening, mm-hmm. Steve. It's a it's by the grace of God that these three people are alive. Amen. Amen. And where where we should be as people, as just you know people who get it. Uh, that we should be in constant prayer that these people do really well, that they get back to normal lives and fully healthy. There's always a rush. Mm -hmm. There seems to be a rush nowadays for controversy to get eyeballs on your page to to bring somebody down. It is amazing, man, Mm -hmm. how we take so much time to destroy somebody when these are the very same people that we cheered for on their way mm-hmm. up, that we rooted for, for them to get there, that we were so proud of them once they get there, what is the rush mm. to judgment to knock them yeah. down? I don't, yeah. I don't understand this, man. I think that we've got to take a long look at this. And, you know, oftentimes I say that uh, love is stronger than hate. But hate is louder than love. And what I mean by that is very simple. The few people that are hating, their hatred is so vile that it gets the headlines. It it becomes the sensationalized juiciness of the social media. And everybody starts commenting on this hateful uh, take or spin on what has happened. And it's so loud that it gets actually gets traction. Right. Now, people who love Kevin, people who love other celebrities, people who love you, all you may hear from them is, we praying for you. Hang in there. But ain't no blog going to write, we praying for you. Mm-hmm. That ain't no story. Yeah. We praying right. for you. Mm-hmm. Hang right. in there, dog. 
That's not a story. The story is sensationalism, it's controversy, it's negativity, it's vile. And in this man, we have no caring for the fact that this man got a family, Mm -hmm. that this man got a wife and a child. And what's even more alarming is- Three children. Yeah. The, the amazing thing is how we so quick to jump on the bandwagon like we live in these lives of impeccable character and we are without reproach. Well, we all are. You know, I've seen people say stuff like, you know, this, this, this you know, I, if I did that as a parent, I would consider myself a failure. Well, you got to be careful. You have to be careful with that because We've all disappointed our parents. Ain't no perfect parents. I have. Oh. Has it, have any of you disappointed your parents? Oh, I think yeah. a couple yes. million yes. times. Yes. Yes. I, yes. I, Even now, I've done some things. <laughs> with my my parents have looked upside my head. My daddy real. told me one time, "You cannot be my son. Oh, <laughs> you can't be." I mean, I've done things to disappoint my son. So. People look at other people's parenting and start making judgments of how you fail, but you gotta be careful, man. Because you know, every everybody's children is gonna have these moments. Everybody. So why are we so fast to rush, rush to judgment with one another, man? People like Kevin Mann, who uh, have been nothing but a great representative of our culture, a great representative of what hard work can get you, now, does Kevin have a lot of grace and favor from God? Oh, you better believe he does. Mm-hmm. Oh, you better believe he does. And surviving this accident was one of the great grace and mercies of our Lord yep. and Savior. Yep. You better believe God was watching over him that day. And so as the Lord's prayer exists and it says, uh, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That's a very, very important line in the Lord's Prayer because it reminds us that as you go to God to ask for forgiveness for your sins, your shortcomings, your trespasses, that he's going to forgive you the same way you've done it to other people. That's right, Steve. So we got to be mindful and ever conscious of the fact that when people we love or we know fall or fall down, that we ain't the ones that's helping kick them. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 